welcome to the Charosteca Podcast, where we believe our families didn't come this far for us to just come this far. I'm your host, Francisco, with my co-host. Conrado Bautista. There's a day <laughs> that will live in infamy. Yes, sir. March 1990. A fight. Chavez versus Taylor. There's times when in the 90s, my family used to get together. I was little. I was five, but I already knew what was going on. We're going to go get together as a family for the Mexican Super Bowl. <laughs> right? You remember that? Sí, claro que sí. We're all going to get together <laughs> around a little TV, pay-per-view, <laughs> and we're going to sit down and we're going to be one with one fighter. Oh, that's right. We're going to give him our awe, our energy through that fucking screen Bro. so he could win the fight. Eso, because if he won... <laughs> We won. That's right. Right? Esos tiempos eran de gala. Y todos iban de traje. ¿Sí o no? Yeah. Uno que, que yo traje cerveza, yo traje carne. <laughs> Era una chulada, bro. All the primos will get together. Todos los tíos, todas las tías. A comadrear la chingada. But when it comes to ding, 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 we're all one, dude. A Julio, Unido. A Julio Cesar Chavez fight. Qué chingón. A lot of you, as soon as you hear that name, I bet you guys can remember... <laughs> Those carne asada. Oh, fuck right? yeah. And for the youngsters, now Julio César Chávez, el payaso hijo. No, we're talking about Julio César Chávez, la leyenda, el papá, el señorón. El papá. The real Julio César Chávez Sr. Just, just para aclarar. <laughs> and, we want, and we want to talk about in, in this podcast, which is what they call the Mexican style of boxing, which a lot of us could relate with the Aztec warrior, right? We know that we're fighters. Yep. We see it in the streets. We see it in fucking TV. We see that we're that kind of a people, right? Sí. We don't back down. Ni madre. We don't talk. Nope, nope. You know what? We're just going to throw blows. But imagine if we could throw blows in your career. Ooh. Imagine if we could throw those same blows and the aggressive, the, the, the being aggressive to your academics. Yep. And your relationship. And your business. Parenthood. Right? Oof. But it's not just being about aggressive. No. And that's why I wanted to do this podcast and remember that March 1990, Chavez versus Taylor, because it wasn't just a Mexican-style boxer no. of going balls out forward, but we're going to break down the aggressive, like, squaring up, bobbing, and weaving, and yep. the chin that we have as a community. <laughs> that's right. Conrado, what's the okay. con review of the week? All right. Ahí te va. So this one comes from Memo El Joven. A spark of hope. Before listening to the Charro Azteca podcast, I wasn't sure what I was doing in my life. It was like walking in a deep forest, which I could see, but had no sense of direction. Paco Conrado sparked a fire in the distance that has helped me and so many others in our community to follow it as a guide for hopes of an amazing future. Thank you guys for the constant inspiration, advice, and realization. Que chingón, we When I read this, I was like, wow. <laughs> Thank you very much. Yeah, man. Dude. So I don't want, I really want to get to this. And the first thing you're going to hear is right now, Julio Cesar Chavez from his own words, how it was. But before that, before that, Paquito, again, remind everyone listening, we are now on YouTube as well. So check us out. Porque miren las gestos y las caras que hacemos. And also our Instagram page. We have our own Charro Steca podcast Instagram page. And we're always welcoming DMs. We are returning everything that comes to us. We're very grateful. And we are returning everything as much, as fast as possible. Uh, comment on our YouTube page. Like, share. Don't forget, guys, reviews are so important to us. This is how other people get to find us. Because the more reviews, the more listens, the more 
uh, iTunes and Spotify and other like um, platforms puts us out there. And if it's helped you, help someone yeah, else. Yeah, and and that's I'm gonna tell you a quick story. I listen to a ton of podcasts, and I and, and of course I reach out to them. Yep. They they put their email and stuff like that. And out of fucking ninety nine percent of it, they don't reply. No, but that one time when someone replies that I've listened to their podcast, it feels fucking awesome, dude. Because and and that's one thing in my mind that I told myself we have to reply to everybody. We like, do. We do because it mean because it meant so much to me of for that one podcaster to reply to me and to have a conversation with me Kitchen that I committed and you're like oh, that yeah. too. Oh, yeah. Where if you reach out to us in the Charosteca podcast Instagram page, you could guarantee that we're gonna share your Instagram For post sure. or have a conversation because off of that, you've talked to a couple of, of our oh, listeners yes, and now yes. they're on the road to buy their home yes. or invest in property. Yes. So that that makes me happy. Oh dude, by all means, if something successful happens, do please share your story with us. Like we would love to blast it because it's the reason we're here, Paco, to help that one person let us know how we inspire how we helped in any way share with us and we would love to we would love to hear from you guys all right guys so this is a podcast of chavez versus taylor ding 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 soy julio Cesar chavez y quiero recordar con ustedes uno de los momentos más importantes de mi carrera como boxeador en marzo de 1990 estaba invicto como profesional con 68 victorias y 55 knockouts. Había ganado el título superligero del CMB un año antes contra Roy Mayweather y lo había defendido dos veces. Mi siguiente rival era un joven de 23 años. También estaba invicto y había ganado una medalla de oro en los Juegos Olímpicos de 1984. La derrota no era una opción. En mis hombros cargaba con la ilusión de millones de mexicanos, incluidos mis hijos. Cuando empezó la pelea, su velocidad de manos y fuerza me sorprendieron. Y tras perder algunos de los primeros rounds, comencé a sentirme muy frustrado. Yo había ganado mis 12 peleas previas por nocaut, pero Taylor me obligó a pelear hasta el décimo segundo round. Todos sabían que la derrota era una posibilidad. Mi récord invicto estaba en peligro. Mientras todos dudaban, José Búfalo Martín me alentaba en la esquina. Hazlo por tu familia. Tira lo que tengas. Tú eres más que él. Tú eres grande, Julio. Vamos, hazlo por México. Tiene con que tire lo que tenga, por el amor de Dios, Julio. Tire lo que tenga. Por el amor de Dios, throw everything you tire got, Julio. Ahí. Usted es grande. Vamos arriba de él. Entrando en el último round, dos de los jueces tenían adelante a Taylor y yo estaba a punto de perder mi primera pelea, pero faltando 25 segundos conecté una derecha que lo sacudió. Después un gancho al hígado que lo hizo perder las piernas y ya estando en la esquina con el otro golpe de derecha que lo mandó a la lona. Taylor se levantó a tiempo, pero el referee Richard Steele lo vio en malas condiciones y decidió parar la pelea. Era mi victoria 69, me costó más que ninguna otra y por eso la recuerdo con mucho, pero con mucho orgullo. So bro, the official, the official time that they clocked that fight was two seconds left <laughs> in the oh, 12th yep. round. Yep. I don't remember much because <laughs> I was just five years old, but I remember the reaction of my dad because back then in the early 90s, it was, it was more of a tradition 
a couple of months to get together as a family to see Julio Cesar Chavez. Sí. I don't know if you remember that. Oh, maybe bro. the maybe a little younger people are not gonna realize because they had maybe an Oscar, you know, right. or or Canelo now. But back then, well, Chavez was, started the whole trend. Yeah, it was it was a tradition. Yeah, sí, well, I remember it's like it if we were gonna meet Mexicans. Correct, every couple of months, <laughs> and, and for somebody to go eighty nine. Was it 87 or 89? When the wins? fight? No, oh, 89 no. wins without a loss. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Before he lost, that went. Mm -hmm. Everybody, what, 89. 50 is the closest that someone has gotten around Well, there? right now, Mayweather, self-proclaimed GOAT, that greatest of all time, he's at 50, you know, victory. I mean, no losses, so he claims that he's the greatest of all time. But yet he forgot about Julio Cesar Chavez, you know? Um, this man, you're right, 87, 88 without losing his first one. Yeah, grandfather clock time, but that le, le ganó. It wasn't a rival. I think it was just time. It was, you know, everybody meets their prime and then para abajo de allí. Um, that's what happened to him, but never away, never took away the fact that, dude, that guy yeah. is prime. And I think we could take a lot of lessons yeah. in this because we hear and we say to each other that we're warriors, yep. the Mexican blood of a warrior, the Aztec. And then we see it there. That's the perfect analogy. That's a perfect symbol of how we can be because we do have it in our blood. It's in our blood. So, so now is we could dissect this specific fight of the word persistence, Dude. which I think for our community, especialmente lo que somos mexicanos, it could be our greatest strength, mm -hmm. but our fucking greatest weakness, right? Our pride, our orgullo for our country, <laughs> for our parents' country. And at the end, I feel that we don't know how to utilize that great energy that we have in our blood for productive, but we use it for... Or we don't even use it. We let it use us Correct. for unproductive purposes. Unfortunately, yes, sir. <laughs> so for you, that you're the biggest boxing fan, oh, boxing dude. fan I know. So what can you tell us about Chavez and this particular fight? Okay, so this particular fight, you heard it from Chavez's uh, his mouth. He was undefeated. So for him, the word a loss didn't exist. It, it wouldn't sit well with him. Madame. So he was going up against another undefeated great boxer. And he knew something was going to go down. But in his mind, he wasn't going to lose. No doubt about it. He was going to win. Victorious, he's going to come out. But I don't know if you guys ever kind of mess around. I think for, for the guys listening, some ladies too. When you go against someone and fight, what hurts more, it's your own little voice, your mental voice telling you, holy shit, this guy could hit. Ouch. And you want to quit. Like anything that hurts, right away we want to throw in the towel and say, fuck this, I'm out of that. Not Chavez, bro. Chavez was, he knows he was going against an opponent. While he's in the fight, in his mind, he's like, I weigh. I'm used to knocking out my opponents. He, he said it right before this fight. He had won the previous 12 fights by knockout. So he's thinking, cool, another walk in the park, but not really. But let me see what's up. When he's in the ring, he knows that's not going to happen. A KO, it's out of, out of, uh, out of his league. Like, it's not going to happen. So, que dijo? I know I had to go at it, go at it, go at it. Unfortunately, he was losing most of the rounds. But in his mind, he's thinking, shit, I can't lose. Y lo que más me gustó de lo que dijo Chavez, and we talk about it back on the podcast, you and I, it's the why. Yeah. Why? Te fijas? His why? Millions of Mexicans. His wife? His children. La esquina was a reminder. Like, bro, like, tú eres más chingón, tú puedes. Like, hazlo por ellos, hazlo por México. It's like, el orgullo. It's like, that was his why. That was his fuel to say, fuck this, dude. I'm not going to let him beat me. 
if you watch the clips of the fight, the commentators are all speculating. They're all saying by the ninth, tenth round, oh, this may seem like his first defeat. Julio says Chavez never tasted it. I don't know how he's going to come back from this. His first loss. Ya lo estaban por muerto, dude. Society, everyone was against him. Lo que más me gustó de toda la pelea, in the 12th round, when he's literally against the ropes when it comes to points, the whole crowd, I don't know if you hear the crowd, right behind him, they're all screaming, Mexico. Like, they're all screaming, Chavez, la Chavez. You could go back and listen to that clip. Please listen to it. Dude, for the first time, we were united. Yeah. And honestly, bro, and I heard another entrevista, the crowd never gave up on him. Yeah. Never gave up. ¿Qué pasa when you're watching the Dodgers, the Lakers, and they're losing at the playoffs or the World Series and the NBA championship? Everybody silent. Yeah. Everybody just walks away. Fuck this. Let me Dude, beat the traffic bro. and leave. Not that time, though. Yeah. No, and that right there, I, I wanted to get, like, so many points of what you said, dude. <laughs> but, like, that's the... I don't think Chavez won that by himself. No, 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 I no, think it was a synergy between the, him, Dude. his trainers, and also the people around there. Because they yep. were saying that out of that little stadium that they were in it was like nine thousand people sí. 75 eight thousand people were mexican yep so imagine the f how you can feed off of eight thousand people yeah, yeah. right <laughs> like that is the opposite <laughs> of the mexican crab mentality love it that's dude. how fucking powerful that's we, we can be, be Fuck yeah, when dude. we see somebody that's about to fucking lose by points sí, te by technicalities right but we root for them oh my god you know and that's kind of comes to like even Chicharito said in the World Cup, come on, guys, que imaginarnos cosas yes, chingonas. Yes, but in yes. this case, like when we see someone oh, out dude. in our family or our friends that they're doing fucking good, or maybe they're even getting their ass kicked, they fell fucking bankruptcy or they fucking got an F in class or they fucking got a warning at, at whatever at their jobs. Mm -hmm. And what do we like to do as a community? No we like to kick people while they're fucking down. Yes, and spit them too while the process. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? See, bro. But look at how powerful. That's why I say that the persistence and our culture is so fucking powerful yep. if we could unite Dude. for a common cause. Dude. But majority of oh. at 99 out of 100, it's for the negative side of it. And, mm -hmm. and look, at, look at this. I, I, when I'm hearing that, Chavez got the glory. But I give props to those 8,000 people yes, in the crowd yes, that are fucking rooting because imagine while everybody's on the same fucking frequency. Oh, Everybody wants that. Dude. And I think we all seen a sporting event or we seen a fight like in this, like in this situation where it unites people, See. where we're all fucking wearing our red Julio yes, Cesar Chavez band. We're Get wearing the know. fucking flag. Yep. We see El Tri fucking beating the crap out of Germany oh, in the World that Cup. Was badass. Like those yeah. are, those are. <laughs> I see that and I start analyzing it. I'm like, fuck. What if we could do that same energy for your nephew that's going to fucking college and root for him? Or or for that small business owner he's launching his business, you know? Instead of talking shit like, está pendejo, mira, cree que va a ser un negocio. Go support him. Go buy off of him. Si es fotógrafo, go hire him for your quinceañeras. If he's doing sastre work, like tailoring, go take your pants to him or dry cleaning. Don't, or let's say he's going to start selling, I don't know, dubirote or fucking conchas or lo que sea. Go buy off of him. Don't buy Amazon. Don't buy Walmart. Go support small businesses. Why not? Yeah. Especially si es nuestra gente. Unidos, dude, forget it. Yeah. Dude, imagínate, bro. Like, honestly, if we could take this fight 
make it into, and I don't want to get too polit pol political here, pero with the corruption que pasa en México, if they were to actually come united and all cheer to make Mexico great again, <laughs> imagínate what could have been that of that country, the power it has, the potential, pero no, prefieren unos ganar y los fregar los otros without getting into it. And I got a feeling from that, dude. dude. I got a feeling kind of not in Mexico, but here when Donald Trump oh, fucking man, abrió su pinche bro. boca and started saying, like, all right, fuck the guy, but the words that came out I don't know if you felt that feeling in 2016. And he said he, he started talking shit. Bad hombres. For a long time, I di I I didn't the only times I had felt that unity and very like oh You're shit right. where it's us, you know? Yep. Was either on a soccer game or watching a fight, yep. you know? Yep. But for the first time Dude. politically or as a community. When Donald Trump he fucking us. when he fucking woke up a sleeping giant, yes sir, it felt fucking Dude, awesome. Uh, the cherry on top, you want to hear it? Gente, hermana, Guatemala, El Salvador, Honduras, Nicaragua, all of Central America, bro, and some countries in South America too, se juntaron y se unieron con México. Yeah, because you're talking shit about Mexico, but yet it's everybody else, about, yeah. all of Central America and South America. Basically saying, oh, you fuckers want to come to our country, but yet you guys are bad hombres, rapists, and all this shit. So todos se pusieron el saco, like, no, motherfucker, we want to go because that country gives us opportunities. It's not that it's better than ours. Our country is lovely. We love it, too. But unfortunately, because of their corrupted system, the easiest way is to come to the States to make a dream out of your whole venture here. Como dice el podcast, we don't come this far for us just to come this far. Yeah. Es verdad, Paco. So that's our dream. That's the reason why we migrate north. It's not to come and rape and be bad hombres. And it's por eso que todo el pueblo latinoamericano se juntó. That, for me, was the shit, dude. Like, my buddies, salvadoreños, guatemaltecos, everybody united for one cause. Fuck this fool. <laughs> yeah. And there's another part that you said that I wanted to kind of touch on, and it's the why, because dude, yes. we, we, we know our why logically, but it's kind of like an ace under our sleeve. That's right. Because... For us to take out that, that ace, it's at times when we really fucking need it. Oh, and when you're in the 12th fucking round with only 20 seconds left, Sheesh. you know, when you okay. are fucking tired because you have a final tomorrow, because tomorrow you have a fucking presentation that could change your life at work, yep. because tomorrow you are going to submit your two-week notice to start your own business. That is when you fucking need your fucking ace. Yes, sir. The why. That's when you need that best friend, that oh, family, dude. that significant other that could fucking root you like this guy. His The, the trainer was like, tú eres grande. Jeez. Hazlo por tu familia. Yes, Hazlo dude. por México. Oh, that hurts. You get like, what I'm oh. saying? Yep, so yep. when you're when when you want to fucking throw in the towel... Man. And you keep fucking snoozing your fucking alarm clock. <laughs> and you keep going with the buddies to fucking drink on the Friday night when you know you got to fucking work the next day. Yeah. When you know you have a fucking final. <laughs> you know? When you're fucking spending money on shit that you really don't need mm -mm. just to fucking impress. People you don't even like. That you don't even like just to get fucking likes <laughs> and comments. Yep. You know? That's when you need somebody in your corner that's going to be fucked. Like, to tell you the fucking truth, to give you porras, not to fucking go and just... <laughs> Imagine if that trainer, dude, would have told him, like... ¿Sabes qué, güey? Ya estuvo. Vamos a tirar la toalla por ti. Vales madre, güey. ¿Sabes qué? Ya te chingó. 
ya, all of a sudden, ¿qué pasa, bro? Te lo vas a creer y que, guess what? Vas a valer madre. Yeah. Honestly. Pero you're right. You know the crowd behind them? As a cuenta es Charro Azteca Podcast. Like, we're giving you porras. We got faith, dude. You could do this because you're not alone. Life out there is hard. It's a fucking struggle, bro. It's a struggle. It's a juggling act. Juggle familia with, like, the wife and then your mom, your siblings, your kids, your boss, your peers. Fucking promotion is coming up. You have your finals. It's a lot of And I want to say something before I forget because I want to continue on the why. But... And I said it before when we kind of like we 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 attach our ego to a sports team and when he and when that sports team wins we say we won and when they <laughs> lost we fucking cry because they lost, right? But in a positive way, attaching our ego to Julio Cesar Chavez, someone that represented the the Aztec, the Mexican sí, señor. the the warrior that we could be. That's a good thing because if it inspires you for good, right? And and I feel that if we could attach ourselves to your to the people that actually are trying to start a business and root for them like oh, that, man. you know, that I think is a good thing. It is. And what we need right now is more of that to actually have that energy again. What do you think? Bro, I'm with you 100%. I'm with you 100% because si él gana, yo gano. Also, that's what I wanted to get to. And I feel that every single... So when Julio Cesar Chavez ganó, I think... Todo Mexico ganó, right? Honestly. And everybody, every Mexican here in the States ganó. Yep. You know? So what you you said earlier about listening to the Charosteca podcast, it's every single one of you that's listening, every single time that you get a promotion, you won... Not just for you, not just for your family, but for all of us. Sí. Every single person that's listening right now, and, they get, and they're fucking working hard to get their degree. When you walk on that fucking stage Damn. and get your fucking diploma, fucking you, not, you are not just winning for you and for your family. You're winning for all of us. You get true. what I'm saying? Bro. If you keep going like that, every single win, every single good son that comes out of a fucking good parent... That's a win for all of us. I'm a, bro, I'm a piggyback off of what you said. I've been to a few uh, graduaciones at universities. You have no idea, bro, cuando escucho un González, oh, un Pinch Hernández, exactly. un Herrera, yep. un Alves, un fucking name it, bro, Martinez, etc. El orgullo. I don't know them. I've never met them. Well, more than likely, I won't meet them. But, dude, when I hear their names getting called out, I was like, fuck yeah, when I hear, oh, okay, in, in law or whatever degree they they just accomplished, yo gané. I don't know them. I don't need to know them. Simplemente un Jose Martinez. It's like, fuck yeah, dude. That's the reason we're here. That's the reason our parents sacrifice everything to cross the damn stage, bro. Y cuando eso hacen, guess what? Vamos para arriba. And ¿cómo lo vamos a hacer mejor? Sticking together. Root for each other. Ya estoy aplaudiendo. My little girls me han preguntado, Dad, you know him? No. And why? Pues estás aplaudiendo. Because that's my peeps, you know? <laughs> es la verdad, dude. Like, you gotta piggyback off of each other. We gotta support each other. Y para adelante juntos, dude, we're unstoppable, bro. Yeah. I and, and, I wanna, and I wanna go back to the why, because I think that that's the only 
you could forget about technique. I think at that point, Julio Cesar Chavez at the and uh, at the twelfth round, he wasn't thinking about fucking combinations. He wasn't thinking <laughs> about footwork. I think nope. it was like a bull survivorship. <laughs> and I don't even think it was trying to survive. I think he was trying to go for the kill. There's there from the first round to the twelfth round, right? That's usually the the boxing, right? Right. right. First round is your baby like when you were a baby when you were fucking zero to five years old no round number two right it's when you were fucking a toddler and then you keep going and then now you're a teenager round number four or five you're barely learning you're still getting knocked out you're fine you're figuring out life yeah you know and then you start going to the end and do you really want to get to the end of your life the 12th round of your life and not give it your all like just think about it when you go to fucking heaven and we talked about the pearly gates, yep, do you yep. want to reach that gate oh, and no. knowing that you couldn't, that you didn't give it your all, that you start reminiscing at 80 years fucking old and you're like, shit, I remember when I could have gotten my degree, but I fucking missed three, four classes. Oh my God. Yeah. Or you know what? That business, that idea that I had, I never executed on it. Damn. You know, fuck that job that I lost. That was my dream job. You know what? Why the <laughs> fuck did I fuck it up? I talking and mingling with the friends I tell otra, the girl that got away fucking idiot i was messing around and cheated on her y se me fue. my my love of my life like dude like really like at that point cabrón. i think everybody should have a fucking model something yeah. you know let's even say fucking mayweather he has a model he does he does dude i love his model i love his what model. is it? work hard dude dedication love it bro what's our model we we imagine if you're on the 12th round and you start saying to yourself my mom didn't come this far for me to come this far bro imagine every single time that you're going through shit imagine that time when you're like fuck i'm gonna throw in the towel imagine if you fucking already to the point and you say to yourself you know what my mom didn't come this far for me to come this far my dad didn't come this far for me to come this far my mom didn't come this far for me to come this far you don't think that doesn't change your state of mentality you're tearing up and I'm tearing up. I can guarantee you people that are listening right now are reflecting and they're kind of like, they're on their side, right? Everybody has their battles. Everybody has their 12th round, 20 seconds left like Chavez. And you can remember why it's kind of hitting you. And I can remember mine. But to the person listening, they have their why. They have their battles with their significant other. They have their battles with their business or with their fucking school or with their job. And imagine if you say, I didn't come this far. My parents didn't come this far for me to come this far. My parents didn't come this far for me to just come this far. That should be a fucking model. You know? Si se puede. Si se puede. I'm going to take it, uh, add to everything you said, dude. You're right. You're really getting to me, Paquito, because I'm plugging in a part of my life where I had to use that ace under my sleeve where I said, fuck, dude, this is the why. Before I give up on me, it's not only me, dude. I got a whole... Yeah. Bag, baggage of people who I'm going to be dragging with me if I do fall. Dude, right when you're thinking, I'm going to divorce her. I'm tired of her. I'm going to divorce her. You know what? I'm going to give up on my kids. They're starting to get into marijuana or they're starting to get into these gangs. Don't give up on them. Remember the why, bro. Like, always remember the why. Like, don't let them down. Because it's facile just to say, fuck it. I muere todo. Chingas madre. It's facilísimo, bro. Pero si tú tienes ese why siempre implanted in your tattoo, right? 
Dude, you need to strive. You need to work hard because of the why. Never forget the why. Don't give up. Don't give up. Keep pushing forward, bro. A lot of the times you're right, Paquito, I was tearing up because I've been in the fuck it. Yeah. I've been in the chingas madre mode. And you know what? Who end up losing? My mom, oh, my wife, that, my girls. That hits. Dude, that fucking hurts. Because it's not up to me at this point. I'm being selfish when I say fuck it. Don't be selfish. Si se puede. You know, we didn't come this far just to come this far, bro. Like, sigue para adelante. Te da chingazos la vida? Dua, Chavez, move. Mueve la cabeza. Quítate. You know, don't get hit. Hit back. You feel like you're wobbling. Your knees are giving up? Dude, pretend you're good. Keep smiling. You know, just keep throwing those jabs. Eventually, that right hook, he landed. You're going to land it, too. it give you the victory. You know, if you once you do that right hook, bro, all of those. Yeah, and I think, oh my God. and I think that, and 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 we talk about mental health, right? Like that's that's the big word right now with everybody. It's like mental health. The thing about it is that, like, we see the the body, how tired they fucking were. Imagine anybody that sees the twelfth round and these boxers, like, why aren't you throwing punches? Like, oh, fucker, try you know how heavy to, it is you know, to lift up an arm. You know. I don't think Chavez won that with his body. I think it, it, he won <laughs> it heart, with his mind and his dude. heart. Oh, man. And, and, and I want to touch on that because a lot of us, that, that, that strength that we have of always that, the Mexican style, right? Everybody See, knows oh, it in the course, world. Every fucking course. boxer, you know? The whole world knows it. Even fucking Conor McGregor, who's Irish, <laughs> when he fought Mayweather, what do you say? I made Mayweather fight like a Mexican. <laughs> That's right. You know? That's right. And I, and, I think, <laughs> and I think we have to know where we have to focus that energy. Yep. You know? We, we have to make sure that que, que somos brutos, in other words. Sí, we sí. go balls out. <laughs> And, and we love that, right? We when, we see, when we see uh, Mayweather, Floyd Mayweather fucking fight, like, what do siempre. we get mad? Like, he's, he's running. No he's running. Because that's the person right. we are. But <laughs> I, I think Chavez was a perfect analogy where he squared up, right? Yeah. His fighting style yeah. was squared, yep. straight. Yep. Both yep. hands were at the same distance. <laughs> yep. Well, usually a boxer, what are they? They're the slanted. Yes, you know? Tapándose con el codo, you know, just trying to make themselves small targets. So his fighting style was squared. <laughs> yes, sir. And his, his, his fighting style was to go forward, 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 take away the ring, right? <laughs> take away the ring, get him in the corner, Meterte. you know? Yep. He goes left. The left fucking hand is going to punch him. He goes to the right, he steps Boom. to the right, and he's going to punch him. There was, <laughs> there was just brute yep. force yep. there. And I think all of us understand that. And it's just very, that energy of us being brutos with our jobs <laughs> and brutos with our business and brutos with our relationships, you know? <laughs> I think we forget that it's, that's a good strength. Bro. But Chavez did something else while he was moving forward. He used his fucking head. And yes, I don't mean anyway. like the mindset, just, uh, the, just the mindset of, I mean, he used his head. Like he bobbed. <laughs> he was bobbing. See, see, so see. while he was moving forward, what was he doing? Just making himself hard to hit, bro. Back and forth. You get what I'm saying? So, so I think we're just <laughs> so straightforward of being brutos in our, in our everything <laughs> that tactical. we forget to bob. Yep, that yep, we, we forget do. to look Bond at we, mistakes. Yep, we yep. look to, we forget to move forward. At, yep. But at the same time, dodge the fucking punches. See, bro. He is going to get hit. Of course. We are going to get hit in life. We you are, know? bro. But how many times do we try something and at the first moment that we get punched, we we're like, up. oh, we failed. We <laughs> failed. No, no. Oh, well, I'll try it. <laughs> hey, I tried. <laughs> no. You know? 
Like no. at that point, we don't start the business because and just move no. forward. And we should be going balls out. We should. But we dodging should. at the fucking same time. <laughs> right. You know, because a lot of us are going round number one. And we're like, yeah, I'm, I'm fucking motivated. I'm fucking inspired to lose 30 pounds in January 1st. You know what? This is the year I'm going to start a fucking business, yep. you know? And then you fucking start round number one. I'm like, I'm motivated. And the first sign that you fucking get punched because you didn't move your head. Like, you know what? That's it. Yes, You're my, yes tubo. Bro, you know how many times I've met with first-time buyers and, and parejas, jóvenes, and all of a sudden they're motivated. Hell yeah, bro. I got the money saved up. I got the credit. I got the job. Fuck yeah, let's do this, you know? Let's buy those duplexes, let's buy that beautiful home. All right, let's do it, you know? Like, fuck yeah, I'm not in the corner. Okay, look, I'm gonna make it easy. Let me, we'll help you out, la, 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 la. ¿Y qué pasa? All of a sudden, le ganan la casa. Oh, dude, le subieron de precio. Oh, the seller's taking away the credit. Damn, oh, my credit's not as good as I thought. Shit, oh, me va a subir el pago. Fuck, ah. Next thing you know, I call him a week later, ya no me contestan. <laughs> Our message is a true story. I message him. Not replying. And like, hey, man, aquí estamos. I'm still the corner. Hey, si se puede, échale ganas. Okay, pues we'll, we'll let you know. Se enfría la cosa, bro. ¿Qué le pasó a esa motivation, esa pasión que tener? That drive. ¿Qué pasó? Life hits him hard. Boom, boom, little jabs. Yeah. Ay, güey, me dolió. Mejor me siento en la esquina. Chinga su madre, todo en la Dude, no. No. It's gonna get fucking rough. It, go ahead. Es como cuando te pica la comida y estás comiendo chile, un, te enchilas a lo cabrón, right? There's some people, ay, güey, no, no, pinche taco lo avientas. You know, I don't want any more. Fuck this. Hay otra gente, güey. I don't know if you've seen it. Están enchilados, llorando, pinche ardiéndose de la boca, pero siguen comiendo. ¿Has visto eso? Y siguen comiendo. Ay, ahí están, pero no sueltan el pinche taco. I love that because at that point, that pain, te gusta. It's like, oh, yeah, let's do this. This is nothing. Al último... Ah, estaban chingones, estaban sabrosos. Te gusta. That's what we need, dude. We need that passion. We need that motivation. We need that drive. And everything starts with the why. Yeah. Do you know? And now we have a perfect... <laughs> the why behind it, after 1990, I think Chavez put us on the map. Oh, right? When you think of boxing, any part in the world... Who I missed is, the touch on that. I miss right? When you say Mexican style, you men orgullezco, bro. When I hear that Mexican style, it's a huge compliment. And... People all over the world are watching and they know Mexican style. That's a compliment. Imagine, ahorita nos ven, oh, el trabajador, oh, era janitor, mexicano. Oh, el vato que está limpiando mesas, mexicano. Like, siempre, oh, son los más mensos, they'll take whatever job. Nah, bro, if we could get that boxing world and make it where it comes to economics and it comes to running a country oh dude que chingón sería no yeah. no and i and i like it medio hasta goosebumps that that's the thing and, and that's another part of like being aggressive because we're hardworking. We like that's the that's the bruto of us right <laughs> that we want to just keep like we don't yeah. care like nope. give me a fucking job the fucking give Head me on. Pick, <laughs> i could pick strawberries i could fucking go to <clears throat> and, and the person listening to me watch a lot of the people that listen to this podcast, they're like this. Give me work. Yep. I don't give a fuck if you get me to sell. I don't give a fuck if you put me to pick up strawberries. I don't care if you put me in construction. You know why? Because we're fucking hard workers. See, we're not going to back no, down no, 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 from no. anything. Nope. Right? A lot of people could relate here. Oh, yeah. Opportunities, of course. This guy got an opportunity to work inside of an office and this guy didn't. But it doesn't matter because we have the fucking same Work ethic, the, right. the aggressiveness, the warrior, 
Now, if we could mm-hmm. stop bobbing, and we could start bobbing and start, start analyzing our fucking mistakes. our lives, our life, like, yeah. all right, cool. I, I could kick ass in strawberries, but start bobbing and be like, you know what? I could also, if I could put the same work ethic of me chingandole acá in the fields, I could also do it over here. Yeah. And that's not our parents' responsibility. No, no, no. That's not who got you to he- here. It's not their responsibility. No. Don't fucking blame it on no, them. No, like, no. you know what? Well, this is who I am. I was born in, in the ghetto. Or I was, my job has to be in construction. Bob, you're listening to this. The hard part of being aware is that now your mind has been stretched. And when you let go of that rubber band, it doesn't go back to its original position. You, the hard part of being aware is that it's a fucking curse now. Now you know you could change. And now we're telling you, you could fucking change your life. Bob, Bob, and start looking for other opportunities. Put the same work ethic. You can start in the fields and go to cons- whatever it is. And just to clarify, Paquito, we're not bashing on the cleaners, the los mesas or the strawberry pickers or the construction worker, nada de eso. Al contrario, what we're really saying is if you are in construction, then piensan como chalan, those construction people are going to, he- me van a dar la razón. You're going to make your minimum 100 bucks a day, que lo, uh, cualquier baba te van a pagar. Okay, learn, get the experience, and guess what? Find out how could I get a contractor's license. Find out. Let me hire my chalanes. Dude, I've met people in the construction world. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Fucking Countless. killing it, bro. Yeah. Killing it. Making multitud de dinero. And it's because no piensan como chalan toda la vida. Se empieza de ahí and work your way up. But the problem is, mucha nuestra gente empiezan ahí y ahí se quedan. That's the problem. It's not what career choice you, you select. It's the fact que te quedas atorado and you're okay with it. That's the problem. Igual, empiezas limpiando mesas, bro. Find out how you could start a restaurant. Go in the kitchen, see how it yeah. operates. Go and find out how they schedule time for different shifts. Find out how to run stuff. Find out how to get a business license. Get a location. Get your own shit started, you know? Pero no te quedes abajo. Yeah. That's the difference. We work hard as fuck. Let's work smart. Yeah. And I think that goes into the point of Chavez had one of the best chins. Oh, Apart dude. from fucking the history. <laughs> so let's say okay. he's fucking squared up. He's moving forward. Bad he's ass, taking dude. away the ring from the fucking fighter. Yep, yep. And then now he's bobbing, right? See. Like how demoralized it could be for the fighter <laughs> the opponent. or for your job <laughs> yep. or for other people. And even worse, I want to say this. I think the enemy is not external. No, bro. I think if you can make the the real fight that you're fighting is the ego. Si, and, and we got to separate that. We oh, had a whole oh. podcast about oh, the ego bro. that it's not you. It's what you think about you. Mm-hmm. It's the ego. That's right. So that Taylor, Chavez versus Taylor, you're Chavez. Fight like a fucking Mexican. Yep. But on the other side, it's Taylor. It's that dude that's not trying to knock you out. They're just trying to make your life miserable. And they're, <laughs> and they're, and they're jabbing here to try to get a point. Yep. They're hitting here to try yep. to get another point. Yep. They're trying to get... And what happens is that majority of people, they get demoralized because sí. they're like, fuck, I'm losing the fight. Mm-hmm. But you have not. If you're still fucking breathing, you're still Chavez. Yep. And that's what I'm trying to say. The true enemy is your ego. Sí. Your Taylor, your fucking Meldrick Taylor <laughs> in your life is the ego. Mm-hmm. Call it whatever the hell. Call it the inner child. Call it the ego. <laughs> call it whatever you want to call it. But there is someone inside in your mind that is not you that is trying to tell you. Hey, snooze the alarm again. Just five more you, minutes. You deserve it. 
Yeah, you know? no big deal. No big deal. <laughs> there is something in there, and that's not you. No. That is Meldrick Taylor See. hitting another another little jab. <laughs> another you, point for him. Yep. <laughs> but you have to be so fucking aggressive that you tell your ego, "Fuck you! I'm gonna fucking corner you." Because yep. what happens? They're gonna start dancing around you, and that's next right. thing you know. In your mind, which is the ring, you're always going to be getting hit yep. fucking from one side Left to the other. Right. You never yep. know. And then eventually, <laughs> you're just going to be so tenderized that oh, you're not going to have the guts to fucking change. <laughs> right. So what I'm trying to say here is that apart from trying to get this energy towards Donald Trump, you know, fuck you, or your competition, <laughs> the business, the one that's selling tacos on the other side right. of the corner, yep, yep. or your coworker that you are fighting for that, for that promotion, yep, yep. you know, the fight is not against them. No, the fight is external. between your six ears. Yep. That's the true ring. Right. And you got to have that Mexican style mentality, the mindset of fucking being oh, aggressive, man. weaving, dodging y para with your ego. Yep. Like, you know what, whoever, that ego that's telling you that you're the shit right now, that you're fucking awesome, why why even listen to Paco? You know, that's the ego. <laughs> yeah, I don't need this shit. That's your ego. Yes. When you get offended, that's the ego. Yep, yep. You're not willing to fucking walk, like bob and weave. Yep. You're like just taking it. So let's talk about the chin. I think, <laughs> I, I think us as all of us even with chavez we have a good chin we take a lot of shit we i do. think we i do. think as a community we take a lot of we do bro and we're okay with it because we work hard with it now it's like how imagine having all of that dude imagine as a community or even a person listening you have a fucking chin to take hits dude you didn't get the promotion cool keep going you know you had a breakup you had a divorce it's not the end of the world. Keep going, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, you fucking failed one time at your business. You got hit hard at the chin. Yeah. You failed twice at the business. You're like, fuck. You failed 10 times, you know? We still have the chin to keep going. Dude. That's, I feel that that is what I'm talking about when it comes to Mexican-style boxing and the Mexican-style mindset that we could fucking apply, not just in sports, but in fucking everything. Bro. Imagine if we could do that. Puta madre. Imagínate the power, bro. Like, behind the chin. O sea, in este caso, it's like that invisible shield. I've said it before. Where it's okay. Get hit. Because you know you go handle it and do something about it. That's my thing. React. React to it. Don't just sit there and take it and take it and take it. No. Do something about it. Take the hit. But like, just like Chavez. Que hacía Chavez? Keep going forward, bro. For every one chingazo que le daban a él, él te quería dar tres. Forward, forward, forward. And that's my, my biggest... If you could take anything from this podcast, take that. Don't just sit there and take it. Keep persisting. Keep going forward. Persistence beats resistance all day. If you want it, go fucking get there's it. Some, there's, um, there's something that I feel it's true. And then when it comes to our pain tolerance mm -hmm. yes or when we're tired which is when you feel as as a body or physically whoever has gone through any pain like childbirth i guess and a tattoo or a depression or anything working out to the gym and sometimes you're huffing and puffing and you feel like dude i'm done i think when you hit that wall i feel that that's you've only hit 40 percent of your potential oh wow because there comes a point when you're just numb 
But your mindset is the ego is telling you, <laughs> hey, come on, you're tired already. You already yeah, ran yeah, a lot. Yeah, oh, yes, Tubo, you know? <laughs> but I think that when you hit that wall of you, like, that's it, I'm done. I'm going to throw in the towel. I think we all hit that wall in different aspects. Oh, yeah. I think you barely hit 40% of your potential. I think wow. at 40%, the ego comes in and says, dude, come on, you're done. Like, drop out already from school. Yeah. Nah, you know what? That business is not going to work. Nope. You know what? That promotion, you're never going to get it. You know what? That love of, you're never going to find it. You're never going to have that relationship. I think at enough. that point, when you keep doing and you're going forward and taking the hits, I think when you hit that wall, you barely hit 40% of wow. your potential. So just remember that that's good, dude. Now, when I'm ready to give up at the gym, oh, okay, 40%. So that's going to help me break through the wall. As I said, I'm thinking in my mind, okay, 41, 42, or I just broke, break right through it. So keep, keep that in mind. Right when you think that's it, ya no puedo, 40%. And just remember that in the, when you're hitting, there's a, there's a famous uh, quote about Arnold Schwarzenegger when they asked him, it's like, how many sit-ups do you do? Like, to be honest, I don't know. I start counting when it starts burning. <laughs> I love that. You get what I'm saying? Jeez, so at geez. this point, let's say that you fucking are going through the first two years of your business. Yep. Bro, that's barely fucking 40% of the pain. You're not even yep. tapped yep. into the real shit, no, you know? No. The honeymoon stages of <laughs> relationships, <laughs> right? Yes. Like you're barely tapping into the real <laughs> thing of what that what you can really accomplish. Right. So don't start counting from January 1st, <laughs> no. you know what? Once you start going through the pain, that's when you're, you 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 earn the label of an entrepreneur. Yep. That's when you earn the label of a husband or a wife. I think that's when you truly earn the label. Fuck the degree. I think that's when you <laughs> learn the label of a good student, right. you know, or of a good employee. When shit is already hitting the fan and you're like, fuck, I'm so stressed and I'm fucking going to give up. I'm going to quit. I'm going to... You barely hit 40%. 40%. You still got 60. And at 60, the rest of the 60% is where the fucking growth happens. Ooh, you think you're going to yeah. get fucking buff and get a six pack by just focusing at 40? Oh, I'm feeling the fucking burn. Nah, I'm going to give up. Stop. You, you're never going <laughs> to. You have to hit. You have to tap into that extra 60%. Chavez in the 12th round. Man, he had dude. to tap in into fucking nine, the 99.9%. Yes, <laughs> but us. Because we're not looked by uh, millions of people. We don't have, like, supposedly the whole country of Mexico on our shoulders. We say, you know what? No one is looking. I know. No one is looking and no one will know when I hit 40. You know what? So if I don't even go to 41, it's fine. But people forget one word, one thing. Integrity. You're always looking. You can't fool yourself. That invisible camera is always on. So you think you might be fooling others, bro, but you can't fool yourself. At the end of the day, you could fake it until you make it type of bullshit. But dude, who are you really faking it? To yourself. Yeah. Say, no, Paco. Dude, at 41%, oh, that's right. I'm, I'm good. Nah, yeah. I already posted my, my Instagram story that I'm at the gym. <laughs> yeah, yes, dude. I show a little sweat. <laughs> I'm like, that's it. No. No, bro. Like, come on now. Don't fake it until you make it shit. No. That's enough. Yeah. <laughs> so I think the Chavez versus Taylor, 1990. And, and that's something I don't want people to forget. I know it was 30 years ago, but I think a lot of our listeners that are younger, like my sister or like around the 20s, early 20s, they yeah. won't remember that. Yeah. I barely remember. I remember it. vividly. But I don't want our community, our people to forget 
March 1990, Chavez versus Taylor. YouTube. Because, oh, man. because in YouTube, that oh, shit. I like love YouTube, it. I there's love a it. HBO documentary oh, see, about see, it. See, Just see, put see. Chavez versus Taylor, HBO, and it's going to come out. A whole fucking documentary about it. If you want to get goosebumps, if you want to fucking. century, bro. If you want to get motivated, That's that it. is the. Go watch it, dude. I think what, what I wanted to say is. Do not forget those are special days in our in our community and yeah, you know and no, our heritage that I want us to keep and remember because even though that was nationally televised and your life is not <laughs> remember that that the TV that's going in your mind <laughs> it's always recording it's always recording <laughs> okay. and remember that you are Chavez yep. you have it in your blood we that's all right. have it we're okay. all fucking warriors si, we are all fucking straight up fighters yep. But focus your energy not on the external enemy, right. but on that fucking internal enemy That's that serious. we call the ego. Yep. Fucking the ego. <laughs> that that is the, your worst enemy. That's right. Not it's Donald like the, Trump. Nope. Nope. It's you. So fix you. <laughs> All right, guys. Hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. Ahí estamos.